Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Birth Mom Missions, and this is Birth Mom Missions podcast show, an open calling line. We hope you'll call in and um, talk to us about anything you want to about adoption. Um, it's for birth moms, for adoptive parents, anyone to call into. Um, this is also um, part of a nonprofit mission that helps birth moms, supporting them at birth adoption, and a bunch of other stuff that I will talk about later. Um, we are funded by um, donations, so if you would like to visit our website and see what we're all about, you can go to birthmommissions.com or hermissions.com. And if you're a birth mom, we want you to know you're loved very much. And if you're adopted, we want you to know that you're loved very much, too. So um, this is for everyone, and we hope you enjoy. Hi, I guess that's my cue. Again, they don't really help you with this. Um, <laughs> I made it. I'm still up. Um, actually, I took a little nap between 10 to 11 and uh, just woke up for the show. Um, I think maybe doing it earlier would be better, probably for most people. Like, if you're listening, um, then you probably like this time. I don't know. But, um, if you want to just let me know in comments what time you think would be good. Maybe I'll do a mix of times. Um, but, uh, see, I never know when I'm going to go to sleep, sometimes really early and sometimes late. So I need to – I was thinking maybe at 10 o'clock p.m. Central Time would be good because I think it's 12 um, on the other time zones. So um, – or that's what it says on the page at least. Um, it's 11 where I live. So that explains that, and um, so again, I'm not prepared for anything, but I really never am prepared in life. That's kind of my thing. Um, I, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I ended up buying, a, uh, I guess, a, a premier um, blog talk radio thing, so now I have two hours every day that we can fill full of talking um it's a free trial but um if it works that'd be neat that'd be neat to keep it up and everything but um so it's a lot different than having like the 30 minutes that we had last time and all the advertising and stuff so this is a lot easier and everything and uh, i've been like trying to avoid electronics today and uh staying away from my computer so i've only been on it for like two hours today (laughs) And um, so I'm just now turning it on and going to the website to see, uh, because I posted this morning about that, some important news, I guess. Um, and like last time, if you heard, I was kind of upset because I hadn't had my update yet of my daughter. It's been a new year, and we just passed her birthday and just was really upset, not knowing what she looked like and if she was alive and everything. And then last, or let's see, yeah, was it last night? 
two nights ago. Um, my dad called, told me there was a package for me, and then um, I wanted to leave right then, but it was kind of late, so I just waited, and Leeds left on Saturday morning and um, went home, and it was there. And uh, I kind of waited a while before I opened it, just kind of, like, stunned that it was actually there, you know. I waited so long. And so thank you for everybody who's been praying for me about that. And it's just, I don't know if I would have made it another, you know, week or so. <laughs> um, you know, would have made it, but it would have been pretty unbearable. But now I know she's alive. And that's all, I mean, it's I have some. I have mixed emotions about the, the update, which I want to get into in a few minutes. But um, I guess it's like my soul is at peace for a little bit now because I I can see her and I can look at a picture and I can see my daughter and see that she's okay and see like myself in her and it's just oh like I wish I could get more updates. You know, it just be. I probably have a really peaceful life, um, but just so I didn't mean adopted parents out there. No, it means so much to some of us. I mean, I know there's people hear stories of the birth moms that don't want to talk to the adopted family, and I have heard of those birth moms, but it's never been anyone I've talked to. You know, it's always someone else. So if you are that kind of birth mom or that wants to doesn't want contact with the APs, call in because I'd love to talk to you because I've never met one. Um, and well, I met one AP that said that her, that she's my friend actually. And her, she said her mom, her mom didn't really want to connect with her, but who knows? I still want to meet her in person and see if she really says that. Cause this communication thing between agencies is just gotten ridiculous. And that's one of the things that I want to mention today. Um, so I got her pictures, and I got, um, I guess I was a little bummed. Well, I, I mean, maybe I have way too high expectations. Um, like, I sent her, like, just one one time, I sent her this huge box, like a um, tiny take, like, about, about the size of the time, or the size of the suitcase trunks. You know, you take to camp with you, like those big square trunks. Okay, it was kind of like that big like I couldn't carry it myself and it had um, tissue paper all the way up to the top you know and um, come to find out she likes tissue paper a lot because I saw that but um, anyway <laughs> random um, underneath it you know I had I bought her two tutus and like personalized one they had her name on them and uh, the name on her, on her diaper I mean it was a little overboard but it was just so cute and um, so I loved buying those tutus for her they're pink of course and then I put, you know, everything you can imagine there, like my letters, my mom's letter to her, my sister's letter to her, the lockets, my old book, um, my old teddy bear, the stuff I wanted her to read, um, some tear bear stuff, um, a journal, <laughs> just a lot, I mean, a ton of stuff, a book for the parents, um, big photo album like about 200 pictures and I only had her for let's see three months or what 30 days one month and I managed to get out all that you know and 250 pictures out of it um and they had her all year and I just get 12 pictures and um thing is I know that they would want to send more because I know Cindy said before whatever her name is, is said before that 
um, she's wanted to send other things and she was playing on it. But I truly think the adoption agency is is ruling this stuff. I mean, because here's what happens. It I talked to about five girls from my that were lived with me in the birth mom dorms while we were pregnant. And one is like my was my roommate, and we were we're really close. And so we talked to each other about the about our updates and everything. And it's so strange how they you know it's, it's always exactly four pages on the note, and it's always exactly twelve pictures. Um, it's just kind of eerie, creepy how they tell you to do it. Um, another thing I wanted to mention was that I got a email from an adopted mom a few days ago. They were saying they wanted to, um, uh, you know, adopt, but they, every place they called says we're still talking about the, how the, you should wean off with the birth mothers, like the first year, send updates, send once every year, and blah blah blah, and don't keep like much of a relationship with them. And they were like, well, we want, you know, we want that. We know that's the healthiest for me, us, and our child, and her. And um, so they were just asking me if I knew of anyone or any agency that, you know, I can, and I can't think of one. (laughs) I really can't. And I've been looking for a long time. Um, Just, so anyway, so it's like that even if the parents did one relationship, they're telling the parents that it's, oh, it's bad for the birth moms to do that. Or it's, um, it's just uh, the birth moms are just crazy. I don't know. They'll just do, they'll mess up everything. Your life will be horrible. <laughs> I mean, I can just imagine because I, I was, I guess my friend who was adopted, growing up with her and stuff. I mean, I heard all the stories from her parents, and I heard all you know the like the horror stories almost of like, oh my God, who could she be? Like, what what is she like? She's probably like doing drugs and all over the place, and I mean, maybe she's dead. Who knows? You know, <laughs> and just like. No, we're just normal people, you know. We're just normal women, and we had a baby just like any other woman, and so we definitely have the attachment just like any other woman. And for us to not have that, that's what's weird, you know. You know, it's not weird to be able to move up, to be able to move on and forget about her. That's normal. Or that's what you. That's that'd be weird if you did do that. I guess if you could just pick up the next day and go and not remember them, that'd be not good um, but that's what it kind of makes you turn into sometimes I had to kind of choose I guess if I wanted to be a numb and live my life (laughs) because I've done it before I blocked out a lot of stuff before I could live numb for you know however however long and um, or I could just or I could feel it and I could be real and accept what's going on and everything and I don't think I did a little both but I think birth moms know what I'm talking about when I say that. Sorry I'm talking so fast. I'm trying to get everything in. I've been thinking about all month. And, uh, oh, if you want to call in, you can, of course. I just just assumed there was no one there. Um, But if you do call in, I'm not really sure how to click over to you. So, But I think um, we'll try it and see if it works, see if it works. I think I probably just press the button or something. So I um well, where should I start? My goodness. Okay, well, they gave me a DVD too, which is great. You know, I really wanted they were, they didn't I'd be mad. But um it's not like I'm just okay, I'm just gonna be honest about 
I should be really lucky or was really happy. I feel like and I should be really grateful that I got the letter, and I am. But I've been that way for like a day, and then like it, it's like mixed emotions set in. Um, so it's kind of like, okay, now I have just this. Now I have to wait another year. That's one thing. Um, it's like, you know, that I've seen her. I've seen it all. But I can watch the DVD, and I will watch it about, I don't know, for 30 hours straight probably within the next month. I've already, um, it's a short video, like 20, 30 minutes of her birthday. And um, so it's all, you know, choreographed or whatever, or, or or, you know, it's a performance, I guess, because they wouldn't have a birthday. I want to see just real life stuff, you know. I want to see her wake up in the morning. I want to see her when she look, when she looks crazy and when she's yelling or anything, you know. Um, and I, uh, so this video, it's great. I got to, well, I wish I could show people, but I, I don't know. Um that's not legal or whatever. They really needed to write out somewhere what is legal and what's not. I'm sure they did <laughs> for me. I'm, and I have my papers, you know, from the agency I was looking over yesterday. And uh, apparently we did go over quite a few stuff, but <laughs> I don't remember it, you know. But in the letter I signed, it does have some things that I thought I didn't know about. But Really, it doesn't go. It doesn't go through much post adoption about your rights there or anything. It, it just kind of scares you. Um, it's like the mother of child A, or you know, does not have a father. Child B and both relinquish rights, and just it's crazy. Um, so I'm just keep on the first topic, which was that. The DVD and everything. Why I'm upset? Okay, I just wish that they would give me more. <laughs> That's all. Because um, I know they have more pictures. I know they have more DVDs. Um, and I, they, and okay, in the letter they sent me, it was very um, impersonal, I guess. Like, I'll explain that later when I find the letter and uh, write it. But um, it just. I, when I write them, I, like, write, I love y'all so much, and I put love, Brooke, you know, every time. You know, it's always I love you or love, you know, every time. And that's been that way since the beginning when we met. And um, they used to, too. And it's just, like, because I'm looking over their adoption profile here, um, and it's just so sweet, you know. I mean, I'm, like, here's what it says on the back page. It's, like, thank you so for taking the time to look through your profile. We Wait, hold on. We are here. We are our promises that we make to you. If you do select our family, here are our promises that we make to you. No child will be loved more than yours. We will rock and cuddle, sing and read, play and build, run and swim, encourage each unique interest, whatever those may be. Your child will have an opportunity for a fun, fulfilling life in our family. You are in our prayers. And if you have any questions, please give us a call. We would love to talk to you. Thank you. Okay, that was not like all lovey-dovey, but it is more um, sentimental than the message I got this time. Um, let's see. We I get a lot. They said a lot of we will be praying for you and your baby throughout this time and beyond, and that um, was nice to hear. You know, adopted moms kind of fall for that stuff, I guess. 
We want you to know that you are giving us something we so desire but can't make happen on our own. We can never thank you enough for choosing adoption. We have been married for blah, 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 and I, Christ is the center of our marriage because I wanted a strong Christian family and like a, one that was real and actually went to church. Um, we love each other very much and have a great time. Uh, we're very blessed. We have, you know, God has given us so much. There's nothing we want more to share this wonderful blessing with your baby. <laughs> we hope that after reading through our profile, you'll have a better understanding of us. And uh, I guess I really do have a better understanding now. But um, she really, this is what I picked. Um, this is the family that I picked, and I picked them for these reasons, because she would be so busy and having fun with the family all the time. Um, so I got what I asked for, you know. <laughs> and I think that that's, brings up another subject. So this is like that I think it's like grow up time. Like really. Um like how do I explain it? I mean I know I accepted it, but this this time it's like you either you need to accept that your child is happy and healthy and she is has the best that she can ever have. And I should be, and I, I mean, and I am lucky that she's even alive and breathing because I don't know if you know the whole story, but um, I suppressed the pregnancy for seven months. I took every medication that I shouldn't have taken. I was on birth control during the pregnancy. Um, we had preeclampsia, that, so we had emergency pre um, or early labor. Um, I was, whole, I mean, I didn't know I was pregnant for seven months. I mean, I can't imagine what stuff I ate. Um, so the fact that she's even alive and the fact that she is like smart, she's actually smart. It's awesome. She's like so coordinated and everything. And, and that's what I really love about the pictures and the DVD especially is getting to see her, um, like getting, growing up, you know, and actually getting through all the processes. Like, you know, she, she now, she can almost talk. You know, she's like, she says most words, right? But, um, and she's so polite, and I love it. And I love everything about her. And I just, it makes you want more, you know? I mean, that's what they say, you know, why you shouldn't have it. But, no, it just makes your life, like, a million times better to have a DVD in your life somewhere, you know? Like, if I could do this whole life over again, I just, yeah. they I wouldn't take them away for anything. Um so I was going to write a note about that and uh, cover because, okay, so the growing up thing is like I've got to stop worrying about myself. I mean, what's the word? I don't know. Myself pity or something maybe. I need to grow up, accept what I did, what happened, and what the repercussions are, and then if God wants change them he can change them but me worrying about it and me talking about it maybe and me wanting to see her or wanting more correspondence isn't the way to go I mean as to the what I'm feeling right now we'll talk tomorrow about it I don't know <laughs> my my mind but uh oh this is what I want to mention was the reason that all this I think happened with the 
timing with the updates and how slow they're coming is because of one reason, and I want to make sure every girl out there knows this, um, uh, or every woman that's going, that's about to have an adoption, about to have a baby. Um, it's right after the adoption. The course line inside then is crucial. Like, um, I, what I did was, yeah, I just didn't want to really, I just figured that there'd be 20 years that we have to talk to each other, you know, back and forth. Like, why should I, you know, keep, say so much during the first month or year, you know, I'll just let them kind of hang out and stuff, and then I'll talk to them a lot and tell them, you know, the whole story over and everything and send her gifts and stuff. And um, so I went a whole year without updating them and uh which isn't that weird because but they were sending me the updates you know i think it was like six or seven i got that year and uh i loved the updates i just i didn't know what to say back it was like i i wrote every almost every night to them and then the just the note got so long the letter of everything i wanted to say and it just felt like i couldn't say it you know and i well i felt like i wanted to give them a hug again you know it's like what I needed to do, um, and I just couldn't put it into words. So finally, I write them this like novel, and um, it's and I send it at her year birthday, and um, maybe that freaked them out or something. <laughs> but 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 the thing is that during that whole year, you know, they expected something from me. You know, they wanted to know or wanted to probably hear from me, and. Um, the fact that they didn't, they probably were just like, well, now, well, this is probably easier for her this way. This is how she's going to deal with it. And um, she just does, doesn't want to, you know, correspond with us, and that's fine. So they got that idea, I guess, stuck in their heads. And so no matter how many times I said that, no, I really do want to correspond as much as possible, send me everything you can, they won't believe it because for a whole year I didn't. And they just knew how that first year was. It was just a year of, like, moving about two inches forward, I guess. It was like another numb year. Um, I just, it took a while for me to really understand what happened. Um, I, I, in my back of my head, I just kept thinking that I was going to see her pretty soon again. You know, like, it just didn't feel, like, it felt like, how you know, well, people have said before, you know, I'll never see you again, you know, or you'll never see me again. And or I've had a lot of ex-boyfriends say that, and then they then they want to see you again. So I figure, you know, no one's ever, like, going to go away forever. And I figure she's nearby. And um, and I thought maybe her and my or me and, you know, and the mom could write a book for together. That's how close I thought we were. <laughs> And um, so my letter was like, you know, I love y'all so much, and I feel like I'm connected to y'all and everything, and I know she's having, you know, and all this stuff, and lovey-dovey, like, I really love y'all, you know, I know that this is home for her, um, and everything, and uh, that first year, I just prayed for her, like, and them every night so much, and I felt like they were praying for me, too, then, and um, so I told them that and everything, but... uh, Basically, they didn't respond to anything I said in the letter or anything I asked. Um, still in this letter, they didn't. Um, and uh, I just don't, okay, so I just don't know why they can't say love you, you know. <laughs> That's another thing. Um, 
it's just, I guess there's a whole lot. And it probably just sounds like gibberish coming out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have so much to do, you know? Like, how, well, God will make it happen if it's supposed to. Like, you know, to help all these future adoptions and girls that are having babies right now, you know, I want them to get to experience the love and get to, I mean, everyone can have the most out of life, like with adoption, you know, everyone can be loved so much from an adoption if you just open up and are real. It's like, I mean, do not leave the baby alone right after the birth. Um, you hold that baby and you hold her so tight and so long because that t- moment, that time is, a, I mean, she needs you. She needs, or he needs you. And there's a book called The Terrible, Terribleness of Being Alone and just um, so many things that happen that first month of their lives where they don't need to be pushed around, switched around to different families. Um, they don't need to be, you know, ever alone. I should have held her every second of the day, and I regret that I didn't, and I regret that I let other families take her, three different ones, during a month, and um, I I can't say so. I'm so sorry for that, and um, another thing you can't take back, but anyways, um, so just Remember that, that don't think about you. I don't think you will think about you. You, you know, when you're, I mean, I don't remember. I didn't, I didn't have a epidural or it fell out because they put it in wrong and um, they said that would never happen. But so it ended up being natural labor and it was induced labor for like 24 hours or two days or whatever, and um, it was pretty painful because it just was. Um, she wasn't ready to come out yet, you know. And um, and so I didn't, well, they found out later that it was, um, the epidural was out, but it was basically like right before the birth. So, um, but what I'm saying is, even though that hurt really bad and everything, I don't remember anything bad about it. I remember it as the best time of my life. Like, I'd do it every day if I could, honestly. I'd rather have a day job or not have a day job than, than just have give birth every day. It was that good of an experience. <laughs> like, and I'm not just saying it to say it. Like, that, but that verse in the Bible that says, you know, after her mom, after her mom gives birth, she doesn't even remember the pain later. It's so true, I think, or it was in my case. And because um, the joy was just like, whoa, through the roof. I mean, you can't, I can't explain it. Like, I, yeah, I've never felt anything like it. And, um, and the connection between us was amazing. I don't know if you've seen the video of us, but we, like, were looking at each other the whole time while she was getting cleaned up and stuff. And uh, it's because you were one. You were one almost. And then you were you were one. You, were, you both shared so much. You know, you were separate, but yet I don't know how to explain it. Um, and she just. She just knew me, and I knew her. We could read each other so well. And uh, she knew it was her mom every time she saw me. You know, she always wanted to rescue me, too. And um, I wanted to let her, but that was another thing I I said no okay to, that they could not do that. 
but I know breast milk is the best kind for them. And uh, that's another thing. Like, girls, I know it sucks afterwards when you're supposed to be breastfeeding and then you're not, and your boobs become like rocks. And they told us to put cabbage on them and then and then wrap them up. <laughs> and um, I just oh, I just remember like, well, I don't know. I have tiny, tiny boobs, and I was just like. I wish they'd stay this way, but I know they're not. They're just getting, like, stretched out. Um, but they were huge. I must have been, like, a double E or something. It was amazing. And so I then I think, I thought then that it was bad for your health, too. But it, it actually is bad for your health to keep the milk inside like that. So just even a pump would be great to get it out. But to suppress it and keep it in is not good. It's just like having um, different studies on abortion or miscarriages. Um, any kind of thing that cycle that's a fe- any female cycle that gets stopped too early or you know interrupted um, and doesn't get to go through the natural process, that's what causes cancer or leads to cancer. That's why they say the abortion and the breast cancer link. And so I think, and so also, and I was reading and. <laughs> that sounds so crazy. Um, I because I I would say I think I also, but and then I confirmed it. But really, I knew. Like, why do I have to confirm everything? Like, but I guess just so that people know that not. Anyways, so the doctor said that it really does um, harm you. So another thing the agency didn't tell you, and all I, I mean, I just asked for freaking breast pump, you know. And no one, it's like they just didn't listen to me. I asked for it a million times. No one listened. Um, and uh, I still can't believe I never signed the papers to release her from the hospital. But how did I get back on the birth? I mean, from talking about her third birthday and updates. Um, this DVD is, it's, I'd say it's horrible just because it's, not, it's real short and everything, but it's wonderful because she's on it. Um, and uh, I've already gone and the best pictures I ever get from them are when I put the DVD in and I I push um, this uh, clip every, you know, clip every like 50 frames or every second or every whatever. And usually, usually it's like clip every 10 frames or something. And um, I was, I did clip every single frame of the video take a picture of, I mean, um, and so it took a snapshot of every single, like, you know, it's like barely moving difference between the pictures. <laughs> I think it, it gave me like a million pictures on my computer. And, uh, so I had to delete a lot of them cause they were just, there was so many, but, um, that's how I get my cute ones, my real good pictures. And that's when I can zoom in on her and really see her face and, um, just, She's just beautiful, and um, they showed me her birthday, her opening gifts. I mean, she's she has everything I always wanted her to have. She's got everything that God told me she would have. So why am I upset, you know? Like, so that's why I'm saying I think it's time to grow up to kind of, well, suck it out, Brooke, or I don't know, just... Yeah, yeah, to be an adult, I guess, and this is just part of life. Like you make mistakes, and but it's just such a big one. 
um, not a mistake to give her to them. I told to everyone I would still give them to them. I just wish that we had done the adoption right. And I could um, know, like, okay, she got sick over the past, like, year, and they wrote about it, and her, um, she got a bacteria uh, in her leg from, like, when they went to the beach from a, a bite she got from a sandwich. So I'm reading that, and I'm just like, oh. you know, I'm glad they told me, though. But then they were just like, it had been infected for two months, and we just tried everything. And um, and, I, and I was like, oh, my God. I was kind of upset. And um, then they gave her uh, Benactin or whatever, um, some antibiotic, and I was upset about that because I didn't want her to be given any antibiotics before she was five. Even though I was given a ton of antibiotics, my dad just kind of gave me or he prescribed himself to me because he's a doctor. And uh, they would just fill me up with those and um, with NyQuil and everything to get me to go to sleep. But, I mean, now I know the effects of vaccinations and everything, and um, I really don't didn't want her to have antibiotics, but that's okay, you know, whatever. At least they got it to stop, you know, after two months. My goodness. Like, I mean, I probably would have... I would have done like a, if it were me, I would have done a, I don't know, what do you call it? I would have, I would say a natural way of healing it, um, like using God's given plants and stuff and um, healing her like with, with uh, just stuff that not no doctor can prescribe. Um I mean, it's just amazing what love will do when you just pray for someone and just heal it. I've seen people be healed from in, from just being prayed over. Like, I've seen it in person. And um, that's just, it's, you know, it's hard to believe at first, and ideally didn't. But um, when they're little like that, you know, they'll, they'll believe anything. <laughs> but they're so open to receiving God, and they're, they're actually already received God, if you ask me, and they're way closer to him than we are. And um, I always, I feel like we treat them wrong. I feel like they shouldn't be hurt like that when you, they come out. You know, they can feel. Um, I feel like we don't give enough credit and um, that their cries do mean something. And um, they can communicate with each other. And uh, they really know, you know, they know where they came from. And they know this isn't where it is, you know, and um, I feel, I know they're so close to God, and God it's just like, I think he gives them to us to, for that purpose, too, to to reconnect with him and um, remember how it was, like a child being born and look at the world like that, and uh, it's just almost impossible to do it now with all the stuff going, you know, other stuff you get bombarded with right after the birth. Um, a natural birth would be great. I mean, and just, yeah. Um, there's just, I think, so much that, I don't know, technology or whatever is taken away from the family. Um, just the fact that we get our, like, everyone gets their blood taken when they're born and everyone gets a, you know, a social security number, that's enough right there. Like, that's, in, I mean, I'm so libertarian, but, like, that's, uh, cutting it, you know, like I never thought about it like that. Like, there we're all numbered, you know. Um, this is, yeah, so that's another topic. But um, 
the whole adoption thing is actually how, and this whole process is how I got into politics and how I got into Ron Paul and libertarian views, kind of, you know, uh, your individual rights, knowing what they are. I mean, every, every kid should be taught at school what their rights are, that, that we have a constitution even. You know, they should be taught that we have, that people don't have a right to treat us a certain way. And um, instead we're taught to shut Sit up or shut up and sit down. Be quiet. Don't ask questions. Um, you know, you're not taken seriously. You're not believed. You might say something's going on and no one believes you. Um, and I just don't. I mean, if I don't know if people know how bad the school system is, really. Um, like my parents, they knew it was bad because it was bad. You know, it was. You know, my mom worked in the school system, I guess. But I'm telling, like after. 1985, if you haven't been in the school since then, um, around 1985, it changed. Like, I would have been in first grade. Um, that it became like, an in, it was an indoctrination thing. And I knew it when I was that young. I knew this wasn't right, what I was learning and stuff. But you can't tell anybody that. They can say things you just want to get out of school. So if you're an adopted parent, please think about homeschooling, please. And private school, I mean, basically it's the same thing. It just costs more. I mean, I did the private school thing too, and um, I guess it's better than public. But um, then, but I remember just just the the sense of entitlement almost that I got from it when I was just so I was like in a kindergartner there, and I remember just the the aura of like um the teachers and everything it was just you weren't learning you were learning from another point of view every yeah they're all teaching from them. no one teaches objectively anymore and no one looks at anything objectively anymore and same thing with the adoption no one looks at the adoption objectively anymore it always comes from the view of someone who's been on the side of the adoptive parents or been on the birth mom side or been on birth dad side or been adopted um but it's just that's what they don't understand that they need to get an unbiased opinion from people and um i mean like i would say like if you don't know about june hunt She's really awesome. She's a Christian, like, she does Hope for the Heart. And um, it's a radio show here in Dallas, and she is the best counselor ever. Um, she can even just call in that show and actually just talk to her. Um, she's, like, impossible to get, to get an appointment with, probably. Um, but I would go to someone, like, that knows nothing about, you know, adoption and knows nothing but just takes the the facts and puts them out there and, and you know, goes over it with you. That would be good. And, um, yeah, the DVD is great. But I don't know. I guess no one's going to call in. Um, I really wanted to find, hold on, I'm just looking for stuff. Oh, So, but I haven't really, the DVD player can't get to work, so I haven't watched it so much at my house. I watched it a million times at my parents' house. And, uh, okay, I don't know, why can't I just read the letter, you know? 
is that I mean if they would ever listen to this, which I doubt they would, because if they did, then they would have to like be like, Oh, let's send us cut and fight him over for dinner, you know. <laughs> Or something you just think, but if they ever did listen to this, I I don't think they will. Or, I mean, what's the law on this stuff? I don't know. I won't say their names or anything. Or you know, so this is just a letter from somebody. <laughs> okay. Um. Wow, what a year! Before I share all the news about your dog, you know her name. I want you to know we did get your gifts. She loves your gifts from you and your family. Okay, the first paragraph. Um, she did acknowledge that she received my gifts, which is what I wanted, but she didn't really say which ones she received, what Elizabeth likes about them, and I asked her for a picture of Elizabeth opening um, them, and uh, let's see. I mean, there was a lamb that I sent her that was um, last year that I asked, like, three times in a letter for her to please take a picture of Elizabeth with, you know, and I hope she likes it and everything. Or she could at least have mentioned the lamb, you know, and have said, which, you know, not your gifts. She loves your gifts. But say she loves your little lamb you sent her. That was that's so sweet. Okay? That's what I would do. Then... um I asked her for pictures of her in the tutus two years ago, and and uh, I got that actually. Yeah, but I wanted her to get a picture of uh, get a picture of her with the gift, and especially with that box that was full of tissue, you know. And she loves tissue, and I just wanted her to get a picture of it her. I guess to show me that it got there, you know. Um, side note: My parents almost brought, they brought up the fact, or my dad brought up that they could have a. Um, you know, a signed consent, you know, something to acknowledge, something so we knew that it was really getting to them, some of this stuff. I mean, gifts could be anything. I sent a lot of gifts. <laughs> so it doesn't really, she loves her gifts from you, you and your family. I mean, I don't know what that means. Especially when I, in every letter, I ask her so many questions. Not, well, not questions that are just, kindly ask her to um, take a picture of her opening my gift. That's all. And like her birthday was, you know, they put it on the DVD, her birthday, and what would have been great is if they threw in the gift of me, you know? And like, that just would have been awesome. Or even if they, oh, well, that'd be like in the dream world or whatever, if they acknowledged me at like the birthday party or if they said like, Something like this is her. This is a video for Brooks' birth mom, or, or everybody was like, you know, they everybody will say hi to the camera. They don't know. They just think it's a videotape, you know. Uh, but it's like all about Elizabeth, and this zooms in our and Elizabeth just thinks. Oh, I'm sorry, Anne. Justin thinks that she is um, being filmed, and she loves the camera. She always has. Um, so she just uh, thinks it's a, just a camera. She's saying hi and bye to every time, you know. It's not like made for someone, and I that would be really cool if they at least like knew. I mean, I, they know in their head. I guess that's what they're making it for. But if they could just acknowledge me or say um, something about her birthday, or I don't know, like like saying or like like 
she had it on the day before her birthday too, the birthday party. Um, and but I was at eleven o'clock on her birthday. Well, I say eleven. Um, it was time change or whatever. So had my clock set for her birthday, saying happy birthday to her. Then in the morning, and then at seven thirty-four p.m. that night, I um, found a little app on my phone, and it's really cute. Um, it's a happy birthday app, and it's free. Uh, but you, you, it sings happy birthday for children like one to four years old, and then you actually blow out the candles yourself, like on the phone, and um, it's so cute. And so I played that a few times that night, and I wrote to her that night. And I just kind of, I don't know, just kind of honored her and God in a way that night and just the fact that she was here. Because sometimes I do forget that. I mean, yeah, that's what makes me think sometimes my situation should be different um, and maybe I should just be glad or lucky for what I have, you know, glad for what I have and just pray that nothing bad happens to her physically or she's still not done developing yet, you know. And, um I think God gave me that gift of her being healthy, and that's what really matters, you know. Um, okay, then when you can't believe how much she changed, she talks. She talks about how she started a thing at church this fall and loves it. She adores their teacher, which kind of hits home, like because I've. I was or have been a teacher at churches, you know, in preschools a lot, and the kids love me too. <laughs> but, like, why does, you know, this teacher, she loves her teacher, you know, like, could I just be your teacher for a little bit? You know, she wouldn't know, <laughs> like, babysitter. Like, it's like all these people she loves and she knows love her, but she doesn't know I love her. Like, I hope she knows I love her. When are they going to tell her? I mean, when? They haven't yet, so um, anyways, but I'm glad. But that's what I'm saying about the maturity thing. Grow up, bro, you know. You don't need all the attention from your daughter. Um, it's basically her home away from home, and it's just weird than living 15 minutes away <laughs> because I don't know where they are. And um, the best part, I don't know how long I've been talking right now, 47 minutes. <laughs> oh my goodness. I hope um I know nobody's staying on the line this long. <laughs> um because I'm sorry, I'm just tired tonight and uh I guess I'm just rambling. But um where was it just going? Lost my chance thought again. Um oh, okay, something really cool is that when I've had thirty days with her, um I would bring, like, all this gear to set up for, like, I would play video or play music the whole time while we were together and read her books. And um, it was kind of like our little area we had, this place of visiting, you know. And um, anyways, and so I would play music all the time. And it was Martina McBride that I played, like, 24-7 almost. And um, so I I told her she might be a little country, you know. And um, so far, she – they don't like country music, but she – um, we'll get a horse next year, and she's already got her boots, and she loves, okay, so here's, okay, got to build up to the thing. Um, so her favorite, the, her, our song, I guess, you know, was, like, most people's song is um, You Are My Sunshine. That was my mom and I's song. She sang to me, and that was, like, 
call my roommate just, and, you know, that's what she's saying, saying to her son, you know, and I sing it too to Ann, but I wanted to be more original. And so, and it really was what I was singing all the time, you know, like, and it was what I, this is a song that I actually put on a video of the birth without even know, realizing it, um, it, realizing that it was our song, you know, um, I knew I knew it was God like doing that because I didn't even know at that time how to make videos, you know, and just put this whole thing together and timed it perfectly and sent it. You know, there's no way that could have happened, you know, like it was two days after the labor, you know. Um, so the song, I Hope You Dance, is very significant to me and very important. And um, just in general, I just, I hope she dances. And I mean, in so many different ways, Um metaphorically in every way like I just literally she is dancing literally um now she loves she loves to dance we already knew that but um I mean she she like she does she's like me like when we hear the music you know or some kind of beat we just start a little movement and then we just love to dance and like I remember being little and dancing in front of the camera all the time it was just Oh, brought so much joy, and they're they are kind of they think it's new for them because this you know my my I guess yeah their the son didn't do it or whatever, but um, oh only ninety seconds left. Okay, so anyway, she loves to dance at night. Every night after bathtub, she gets in her hoodie towel and puts it on her head, and she goes into their room, and she says, I'm dancing, and twirls and jumps all around. Isn't it cute? She always enjoys going to gymnastics once a week. She's already in gymnastics. She's barely three. And um, they took her to the beach, Colorado, um, Cayman Islands for Thanksgiving. Okay, 60 seconds. The Cayman Islands for Thanksgiving. She kept saying, go to the beach. So we went to the beach. Okay, so that's a good letter. I mean, and I will uh, talk to you all later. And, uh, Hope no one really listened to this one because it kind of was bad. And um, uh, but go to the Facebook page and um, let me know and read the note and tell me what you think about it. And uh, girls that uh, have comments and you know and no totally different experiences than me, let me know because um, it's not all one thing, one way that's for sure. Um, I guess that will be all for Birth on Mission second podcast. Signing out on March, April 3rd, <laughs> 2012. Ten seconds. I guess I should just, yeah. Um, anyways, I just thank y'all for listening, and God bless you. Oh, and hug her, hug her. Hug, hug those kids for me. Okay.